Time stops for no being. Overthrowing despots be damned. A favor for a friend and ally brings the Void Jammer's crew to the ocean planet of Entha on a rescue mission. They'll soon find out that the Turning Water is home to many mysteries, some that jeopardize their current mission, and some about the crew members themselves. Beneath the surface lie potential answers, and for once, a job that has them answering a call to protect and to preserve. Aside from the demons within, in their way stands a much more immediate and external dragon to slay, the company manager of Entha and her squad of aquatic troubleshooters. And Saren, Relora, Ballad, and Friday look like the perfect target practice. Ride the waves or get shot trying. Far beyond the stars. I have the stupid Peaches song from the Super Mario Brothers movie stuck in my head and it will not leave. And it's like just enjoyable enough to like hum it, but I also hate it at the same time. <laughs> a perfect earworm. It's better than other earworms you've had. So I approve. Yeah, I wish it would leave. <laughs> but Jack Black handles that song masterfully. It, yeah, Jack Black is glorious. He is glorious. You know what's funny is the moment you said that is I knew exactly the earworm that would drive you absolutely mad. And now yes. it's like in my head rolling around. I know you know, bud. So if it comes out at some point today, you invited that one. <laughs> you you brought it up. I know. And I knew it. I knew it as the words were leaving my mouth <laughs> that I was inviting a reprise. So I promise I won't be mad. I'll be a little mad. At yourself, though. But I can't, I can't do anything to you, though, so. <laughs> she says so in DM talk. <laughs> yeah, but you also know that coming from me, I can't really do anything to you, so. <laughs> Don't worry, you're safe. I believe in so your ability safe. to do things to, to Dustin Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> I appreciate the vote of confidence. Is it code, Angel? Do you want to get no, going? No, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's nice and cool in here and I'm like not moving. You know, like when you swaddle a baby to prevent <laughs> movement so they become lethargic. <laughs> I have like my hands like tucked like to the sides of my chair and I'm kind of like swaddled in. I put the AC on because when I enclose <laughs> myself, this area that heats up like really bad. So I'm thinking it's just because it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's nice and cozy. It's like, oh, okay, it's not too hot. I'm swaddled <laughs> in my little chair. That does sound nice. nice and comfy. I probably should stand up. Yep. So move around. See, that's already making a, a big difference. <laughs> that's already making a big difference. I was super slouch. I didn't realize how bad I was low riding. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if it was like, Oh my god, if only we were playing this super fun game. (laughs) You mean our slow motion underwater battle? Yeah. I'm actually super jazzed to get back to it. I'm so I'm so pumped. I've been thinking I've been thinking about it for two weeks. I I was looking up like how do you speed up underwater battle? Like I was doing some research this week and they were like, oh yeah, freedom of movement, but guess what doesn't exist in the Starfinder universe? Freedom of movement spells. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, cool. You just swim for it, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> or just be Friday and just cast spells from a distance. <laughs> you have fish, yeah. fish pins on your feet. Oh, yeah. Um, That's actually, that was a question that I forgot to ask you last session, Angel. Because, like, you got those surgically implanted, did mm-hmm. you not? I figure since we have a med bay. Um, how does the transition work between, like, walk like, oh, they, like walking feet like, and flipping because it says it doesn't impact your walking <laughs> let me double let me let me double check here just uh, suck them up <laughs> suck them up just be like <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just because i have that undead <laughs> undead adrenal gland that i just move around maybe when i'm not using it I just like shift it around and put it like behind my pancreas oh my shift it God. you have a little bag of holding within your body and you just move the stuff into there when you're not using it. it's just all these body modifications okay needs are altered to include broad fins providing you with a swim speed of 20 feet you don't need to attempt athletics checks to swim. You don't benefit from swimming fins unless you're barefoot or wearing custom clothing. Can't be wearing heavier armor than light. So light. Swimming fins integrate into your natural feet and don't interfere with your normal land speed. Maybe it's a little mermaid situation where when it's dry, they're just fine. But when they touch water, they, they turn to, to like fins. Maybe they just wrap around your foot. And when you're the water, they unfurl. But like, ooh. Like, my feet are little tamales now. Ooh, I like that. Gotta moisten them. (laughs) Moist. (laughs) That sounds gross. (laughs) But fun. (laughs) All right. So so you've got, like, a bit of a Daryl Hannah situation going on. Daryl Hannah, y'all. I'm Daryl Hannah, (laughs) y'all. Specifically in Splash. I don't think Daryl Hannah, if you get her wet, actually, <laughs> like, develops a quad feature. <laughs> Go on, Dustin. Sorry. <laughs> My brain just went into a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, I think all of ours did. And that's we're tiptoeing we're around it for once. <laughs> yeah. The name of this episode needs to be Just Keep Swimming. Just Keep Swimming. Just Keep Swimming. Already? I just thought it was a great episode title for this, this uh, you know, giving that we're underwater swimming. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just letting you know right now, bro Nana, there's going to be a lot of swimming. <laughs> swimming. In, in this book, just in general. We need to get you the know, licensing you know. <laughs> rights to the Mario underwater music. Do, 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 do. Yes. <laughs> the episode title could be do, 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 do. <laughs> Water level. Yep. We have to have in parentheses sung. Yeah. Sung to the tune of. <laughs> we could, what's the, whatever the water world, we could just call it that episode world two one. I forget which one. <laughs> <laughs> we should name every episode after different water underwater. <gasps> Underwater oh. levels of different. You know what's games. the worst? Zelda water levels. Oh my God, I just hate them. Yeah, so Zelda water levels are much. I enjoy <sighs> a challenge. Of course you do. <laughs> I hate the underwater levels in games just for the same reason why I hate driving is crazy in this one. It's just too damn slow. You're just like, like bloop, 
I feel like they always put like a weird puzzle level in it. Like, so in Arcarena, you have to move the blocks or do the water levels in a specific order. And I just, oh my God, it just, I actually stopped playing and then months later, like started it again. I'm like, what am I doing? He was like, oh yeah. And I just like randomly pushed something and solved it. It was like, I don't even know what I did, but I guess I just had to walk away from it. Speaking of things that we took a break from and are coming back to, and we'll now have to remember what the heck was going on, because I feel like that happens every time, like, every time we end an episode mid-fight, I'm always a little discombobulated. I'm out of sorts. I don't remember where we, we just need the We just need the one-minute clip from the end of the episode, just to be like, what was the butt end of it? Yeah. I mean, I remember how I ended it. I ended it by the android person that you are fighting looking directly at Laura. Oh, yeah. And saying, Aline told me you'd be a formidable opponent, but I'm glad to see that you've exceeded her expectations or something like that. That's right. And I'm going to want sweet Relora, darling Relora, precious Relora to make me a whittle sense motive check. Oh, definitely. Here we go. Sense motive. First roll of the day. That is a 12. Total? Yeah, 12 total. <laughs> Looks like I rolled crap. Yeah, yeah, I rolled low. Even with my plus one bonus. Even with your plus one insight bonus. <sighs> yeah. This person seems genuinely like very interested in you. Hmm. Their eyes are completely focused on you, and they seem to be relishing, relishing this fight thus far. Hmm. It's a shocking thing to hear. You know, I know it's a kind of like edge, quote unquote, edge corp planet, but, you know, they're full on reptilian. I know it's kind of their backstory and their interactions. Aline's pretty proficient even if it takes her some time can usually spot relora regardless of what form they have you know they have like a uh, a little extra a little extra maybe a bonus plus two bonus or what have you so if it was a lean on the planet somewhere and maybe they are who knows that would have been kind of maybe they wouldn't be as shaken but here she is a vesk form underwater you know bio implants in their feet to swim and this random creature is just like hey calling her out you know with her family it's i like that mm-hmm. the role is really indicative of what in the world because it's just like in the murky blue they wouldn't expect being called out like that uh, especially um since they haven't fully processed one that her sister is set an assassin after her so she's still kind of been dealing with that this entire time and now this is what uh you know a merc another assassin maybe it's to retrieve them maybe it's to retrieve the ship who the heck knows but they've been in the same room as l what conversations has they had is it a full discourse is it very strategic no way of knowing so this is like a complete unknown of what kind of underling is this creature so yeah completely completely 
thrown off by this specific encounter. Excellent. All according to my plan. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. Oh, is it my turn? Did they do that on my turn? Nope. Oh, they, they said that right after your turn because you scored, oh. you scored a hit. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, man. So it's actually we're 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 moving on. To, I think we're we're back to the top of the round. Actually, I think that you had the final turn before we before we ended it. And yeah, we're back to the show pod that's closest to Saren and Ballad, and also the and the the mysterious android just floating in this vast blue ocean. And let's see, let's see, let's see. What do we want to do? Uh, yeah, I think that they haven't been getting anywhere actually trying to shoot any of y'all. Their their strikes have been going wide. And now that Saren has gotten close enough to swim up to, that is oh. exactly what this show pod is going to do. So the show pod swims up to you, Saren, and you see that, you know, in addition to in in one hand, they have this pistol and their other is coated in this strange gauntlet looking thing. I, I have like a quick question. Can you five foot step underwater? I think you can take a guarded, you can take a guarded step. Or like a guarded swim? I don't know. That's a fascinating question. I don't... Let me look up underwater combat rules. Because if not, I get an AOO. Because I have 10 foot reach. Because <laughs> my weird arms. Because of your weird arms. Because of those inspector gadget extended arms. <laughs> yeah, because of my inspector gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, it doesn't specify in the underwater combat section. It does not specify. I am going to say that no, I don't. because Just because it doesn't personally make mm-hmm. sense to me that you would be able to take a careful, guarded movement underwater. It's, it is just not a place that land-based humanoids belong. And I don't think that they get the benefits of being terrestrial creatures if they are not in a terrestrial area. Yay. And I just saw an argument yeah. also that it's technically difficult terrain and you can't take five foot steps in like that in a difficult terrain. You can't take five foot steps anyway. So yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, this, this would make sense to me that this counts as difficult terrain. <laughs> Does a 21 hit? Oh, jeez. Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm taking some heavy penalties underwater, and I still gotcha. We're making a comeback, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you are on it this week. Okay. You are ready. Destroy. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get all my fire damage, which is a lot of what does damage for me. But I do, my thingy is piercing, so I won't take any subtractions there. 20 points of damage. That's 20 damage? That's 20 points of damage. Yeah, baby. (laughs) You know it. I do know it. I know know it 
very clearly, I guess. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) 20 points of damage. Wow. What does it look like, this damage you do? Because I will will say that this Jopod will still be up, but... It's it's a significant chunk of damage yes. for this person. Yeah, I feel like Ballad has done training underwater before. It's just been a long time. So when they first got down here, she was kind of like, oh, God, how do I do this again? Getting her sea legs again. <laughs> and she got over here and kind of whiffed it and was thinking, oh, this is awkward. I've never done it with these arms too. my arm extensions. I'm just getting used to it. And then out of reflex, I feel like because she's overthinking it, it's getting in her way of doing well. But when it's reflexive to to protect her friend, she just lashes out with pure muscle memory and her arm shoots forward and the chain whip just goes straight towards the throat of this Shobad and pierces into him. And then she rips it straight back out. And there's like, you know, that cool underwater blood mist thing that happens in mostly shark movies. I wouldn't. Sorry, Angel, for shark mention. Assuming it does, I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't know anything about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty vicious. A significant amount of blood comes out when you yank it back just sort of dispersing into the water in that sort of like way that blood underwater almost gets misty as it dilutes. He has not made any effort to like contact you or get like roped into your communications network and your suits, but he he is like, you can see his mouth opens wide. Ooh. He is just like, he screamed and then just is gasping for breath and like clutching his side. That's what you get. Ballad laughs at him. <laughs> Gosh, uh, oh, that might be, oh, yeah. Taunting. But no, he already, he already moved. He was already through. He was already like halfway through his own attack when you did this. And he'd have to go through his own ally to get you. So like, yeah. I think he still goes for Saren with this, this gauntlet. And that is going to be... That's going to be a 20 to hit. That'll be a hit. Finally! (laughs) (laughs) He screams underwater. We just started. (laughs) (laughs) It's been six seconds. (laughs) It's been six seconds of this session. This pulse gauntlet does have the underwater condition. So it does, it bypasses the usual underwater negatives, just FYI. So it's 1d6 plus 6 bludgeoning damage. So that is going to be 12. Ouchie. 12 points of bludgeoning damage on Saren. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Owie. That hurts. I will take that off of my stamina. He's using one hand to clutch his side, and the other hand still, like, just punches straight into Saren's chest. Saren grimaces in pain and I think does just say like ow (laughs) (laughs) I heard it on a podcast once (laughs) (laughs) ow ow. (laughs) must have been a really fun cool show full of awesome people (laughs) 
Except for that guy that said, ow, he was a little bit weird. <laughs> no. He was the coolest part. He was cool and fun and oh, funny. Exactly. And the best. <laughs> Okay, that is going to end that particular Showbod's turn as he continues to bleed out into the water. Thanks, Balin. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it is one of the Showbods in the other Wave Runner is also looking a little the worse for wear. He sees one of his buddies just getting his guts ripped out by Ballad's solar weapon. And he's ob- he's, g- he's gonna shoot at you. Yeah. Because... Do it. You know. Do it! Reasons. That's why I'm here! Ooh, that's probably not going to be a hit. That is going to be 12? Ha 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 ha. No, that's half of my AC, bud. Oh, okay. Well, I see. That's fine. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> he shoots at you. He misses. And he immediately like punches his friend in front of him in the arm to move their wave runner closer to oh. like where most of the action is happening like they're just not hitting keeping their distance and and so he like he punches his, the pilot in the arm and then points at you get in there and that is going to be the end of his turn Friday goes hey metal breath Aline told you to focus on the wrong person and all of a sudden rude them and the show pod next to him need to roll a me a fortitude save. Ooh, a fortitude save. Some magic's going on. Some magic. witchy, warpy okay. magics. Magic. The show pod rolled a 21. And the android. Not so good. The android rolled a 13. Okay, one pass, one fail. So each of them start to be covered with this black ooze. And it just slowly crushes in on their bodies. And entropy starts to set in for parts of their body. So you see these like weird pot marks coming on on their bodies. As the robot person takes six points of damage and the show pod takes three. Okay. No, you taught, did you summon dark water at them? Yes, that's what I did. <laughs> nice. Nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Friday, I want you to roll me a sense motive now. Okay. Sense that motive. Sense that motive. Use sense, sense a motive. Use that sensory sensory stuff okay you said this to them Friday and the goo coursing up them and doing damage in its wake and you can perceive that they're kind of all talk they encountered more resistance than they expected actually and they seem more frightened than their big talk is letting on. (laughs) Friday goes out. You know what, though? 
I'm going to show you the difference between us and Aline. If you stand down, surrender your boats. We will leave you here without any more damage. Make me a diplomacy check. 24. They look at Ballad. They look at their companion who is still sort of listlessly drifting in the water, even more so now. This guy looks like he's almost dead. He looks like he is about to pass out underwater, which no bueno. The android's head swivels back towards the four of you, all of whom maybe a little scuffed, but you don't look seriously damaged. And they look back at you and they say, one wave cutter. We'll give you we'll give you one, we'll take the other one, and we'll just go our separate ways. How about? Can four of us fit on one? Or can two of well, us hang outside just so we're grabbing on? Yeah. I do remember that two of you said you'd be cool to grab onto the outside. Yeah, Ballad hangs out <laughs> outside the spaceship all the time. <laughs> the difference is the spaceship doesn't have any resistance. And she's freaking strong. And she has metal boots to magnetize. So here's the thing. So it's a large water vehicle. It's 10 feet wide, 10 feet long, and 10 feet high. So that would be a tight fit for four people. <laughs> I could compress for though. four people. That's a tight squeeze. Relora can compress. Ballad will be on the outside. Easy peasy. How about this? You let us take both vehicles, and I'll give your friend here a healing potion. Because you rolled really well on the sense motive, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna let it keep rolling. You sense a moment of hesitation, as if this android doesn't actually give a fuck about the three companions that they brought down here. But they also know that there are two pretty healthy Shilpod over there, and they probably would not survive letting the injured one die. Again, like sort of that that faceplate kind of like glances around a little bit and and the the two show pod that are still over sort of like crack their knuckles at him <laughs> at them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're <laughs> they say fine. <laughs> so Friday gives him a healing serum and uh, yeah, we could take off all the boats. You know, if you hadn't messed ours up, you wouldn't have had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> As Friday hands the, the robot the healing serum, and he pats him on the back and go, hey, tell, I, tell Aline I said hi, and uh, swims towards the boats. Saren will say, luck on the new job, wherever it is, since you're clearly <laughs> not going back to Aline. <laughs> Better get running. I know what it's like to be on the run. Have fun, bud. <laughs> Vix is going to kind of shift around their vocal cords so they have their kind of velour voice. It's like, that was a smart move. But you and I both know you're not going to report this to Aline because you know and I know you are not a hireling. You aren't an employee. You are not a peer. To her, you are disposable. You may as well be napkin or some other piece of flotsam or jetsam here. So I think both of us know you're not going to report this because it might be very well the last thing you say to her before she disposes of 
Well, a disposable resource. You might as well be a napkin to her is one of the most savage things I've ever heard. It's also hilarious. It's like, it is most savage. And also that's so funny. That's such a funny thing to say. You may as well be a napkin. It's it's both savage and hilariously dismissive. You may as well be a single Incredible. square of toilet paper. To- yes, that's basically it. <laughs> Fucking useless. (laughs) Useless and going in the toilet. Roll intimidation. Oh gosh. Okay. Make make me. Oh gosh. I hope I roll roll. really well because I'm gonna see if I can give you aid for that. Oh, oh, that sucks. Oof. Not good at all. Ah, hey, you don't get the aid from me though. (laughs) Oh no, there's no aid to, yeah, at all. I mean, they're being sincere, but they probably just maybe don't believe it. But it's just uh. Uh. gonna say what you're gonna mm-hmm. say. I mean, you you can't tell anything behind the faceplate. You can't tell whether or not those words landed. But they will look at you and say, "Whatever's coming for me, you know, and I know that she's not gonna stop coming for you." And then your attackers start the long process of swimming back to the surface, being hoping they make it before their air supply runs out. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like their problem. Two less injured Shopod have administered the healing serum to their buddy, and they each have one arm around their friend, and they're all swimming for it. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. All right. So let's wave cut to the floor. All I'm right. I'm ready to get to Terra 5. Yeah, Vix is just like gripping. They're doing that like white knuckling their weapon, just shaking their head. You okay, Relora? Yeah. No, not really, but there's time for that later. Yeah, we're being chased by a lot of assholes, huh? I'm telling you. I know that feel. <laughs> Oh, the ones you love hurt you the worst, don't they? Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Being reminded that I wanted to mope down here. <laughs> <laughs> Pallet, if you want to mope, you might as well get in the wave cutter with me. I don't think I'll have okay. a lot to say down here. <laughs> <laughs> we can mope together. <laughs> Okay, the two the two mopey friends are gonna go ahead and get in one wave cutter, and then Rolora slash Vix and Friday Anyway, on to like other struggles and fights and oh, did I say fights? I didn't mean that. On to other totally nice, normal, casual underwater <laughs> things enjoyment. that are gonna happen to you casual underwater fun yeah 100 percent. going to a pleasure park right? you're gonna have a really smooth sailing experience and then a nice reception on terra 5 and everything is hunky dory shan's gonna tell you that there's actually no problem and she was just avoiding her mom for funsies Yay. and everything's gonna be cool and then you'll just go home <laughs> for sure Sounds like plan. <laughs> it's the way these ap's go I believe you. That's always the way these APs go. Yeah, you, as you should. I'm very trustworthy. So 
it's going to take another little while. These these wave cutters that you have successfully persuaded that android to just let you have while they attempt to swim for it back to the surface. You notice this go fast, <laughs> much nice. faster than the little tour bus that you commandeered earlier. These these actually cut pretty quickly. When you enter the navigational information into the computers, it's it's going to take you about three hours to get there Uh-oh. instead of the eight you were expecting. So. Or Laura, let's have some fun. Open the speed up wide and let's do some loop-de-loops and all that shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dang, wow. I rolled low. Yeah, that is low for you. You actually, you made a piloting check. <laughs> I rolled a seven. <laughs> and you still got a 21, so. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ooh, matching. Oh, nice. Nice piloting check. We're, we're, we're piloting in tandem. <laughs> we, yeah. You're doing, doing some little figure. The Tron spirals. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing you're doing formation driving friday's purple face is turning a little green but he's just kind of let it eh. he's let it slide <laughs> because he wants for laura to have some fun to take her mind off what just sister happened. drama the sister drama my goodness okay so you know you're heading down to the ocean floor you're doing loop the loops you're doing some formation piloting probably having a much better time than you were on the tour boat Simply because there's no onboard computer that's kind of droning on about Edgecorp and all of their plans for this planet and Avarin's various accomplishments as a future CEO. Tool. What a tool. The leader. Someone bound for the C-suite. A rising star, etc. Trash. They might as well be Tisha piece of tissue. That's going to be Relore's new thing. One square of toilet paper. It's such a tissue. <laughs> as Jess says. I was thinking earlier, I was like, I'm going to start calling people napkins as an insult. You fucking napkin. Because <laughs> you're such a napkin. <laughs> that it's so mean and so funny. <laughs> you eventually do make it down to the sea floor. You have about an hour left before you hit Terra 5, and you are soaring over these sort of like deep underwater canyons. And you just see on the seafloor just like a bunch of a bunch of plant life, a lot of vegetation. And you also notice a a rhythmic thumping just in the water around you. There's just a I'm trying to think of like, you know, in Jurassic Park, when that like cup of water oh, is shaking okay. on the dashboard, oh, that is so it's like that just everywhere. Oh, oh no. Uh, do these things oh, have no, sensors? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> do I recognize this as being a thing that like the Terra 5 would have just done? Like as for the terraforming process? Oh. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to want you to roll for any other information, either a physical science or life science check, but you definitely know that this is not a normal noise that Terra 5 would have made. Oh my gosh, my rolls are garbage. Rolling um, physical science for a 17 total. 
Rollers. 17. Rolora rolled a 10. A 10. A natty 1. Natty 1. Anyone else want to roll for it? Okay. Rolora knows what it is. Aline's massive ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely creates a deep sea thumping. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. She's in a mood. She's in a mood. I guess this technically counts as physical science then. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a one plus seven, so an eight. Woohoo! Not You're a still clue. queasy from the loop de loops. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. I have both life science and physical science. Can I can I roll a life science as well? I'm fine with you saying no. By the way, I'm just. Uh... I I want to let you. I'm going to let you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably just get a nat one like everyone else. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, no. Very nice. That is uh, not opposite. That is not that one. That's that's pretty good. That is a 26. Nice. The reason why I let you do a life science roll too is because this is a living creature that you recognize this noise being made by. Oh boy. It didn't come up a lot. In fact, you hadn't you have never encountered one yourself. Other terraforming stations had definitely told you some horror stories during R&R sessions above the water. So you recognize that this this noise definitely originates from a large creature of some kind. Mm-hmm. No. Possibly as a warning or a threat display. You don't know exactly what is coming up because the other crews had never really gotten a good look at one. Oh, great. They just knew the that, that sort of like womp, 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 womp meant that it was time to steer the terraforming platform a fucking elsewhere for the moment. So I've heard stories about whatever this is. It's some sort of territorial deep sea creature and I think we should pilot away from here. Um, I don't know actually what it is because no one ever actually saw it. Oh. Well, that's fucking terrifying. No, I agree. Let's, let's avoid it if possible. The noise is beginning to surround you. You can't actually tell which direction oh, it's so coming can't from. Use it to kind of navigate. Any kind of like warmer, warmer, colder. <laughs> you can try. You can roll You can roll me um, piloting or a navigation to try to see if you can understand where the source of the sound is. I'll give it a shot. 26. Okay, yeah. It's coming off of your... It's definitely coming off of the starboard side. And how far are we from the seafloor? I'm sorry, you probably already said that. It left my brain. (laughs) I didn't didn't give you a distance, and I'm still not going to because I don't... That's fine. (laughs) Close enough to where you can see the bottom, but you're not flying inside any of these undersea canyons. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. All right, well... It seems to be originating from our starboard side. Maybe we can test its borders and stay as far as we can. All four of you should make me a perception check, by the way. What if we turn off the wave cutters and go still for a bit? Still in dark? Maybe that'll help? Okay. Such a great question. Okay. My binoculars, 20. Ooh, I got a 26. I got a 23. All right. I got an 11. (laughs) (laughs) Fitting. 11. 
Saren is a panicking pile of quivering rock in a corner. Yep. <laughs> trying to pilot this wave cutter. <laughs> trying to pilot the wave cutter without crashing it into one of the canyons out of just sheer, I don't want to be here feelings. Yep. So it's taking all your concentration. <laughs> the other three of you, now that now that Relora has sort of noticed that the sound does seem to be originating off of the starboard side. Oh gosh, I hope it's not the Kraken. Oh, I hope it's a Kraken. All right, we'll stand back while you fight it. <laughs> we'll be cheering you on. <laughs> We're like, you can do it. <laughs> As you head along the seafloor, you see next to another plant, almost blending in with that other plant, is this hexagonal orange shape that has these black waving fronds that sort of being buffeted about by the currents the same way the the other vegetation is. So you might have missed it, but you all rolled really well, except Saren. <laughs> so you're able to notice that like those leafy fronds actually, in fact, look a little, they look rather tentacly. Actually, oh no! Oh, no. Tentacles. And I'm gonna need y'all to roll for initiative. <gasps> oh, stars! Love how seamlessly the boats just kind of fit into the <laughs> into the map itself. It's like you'd think they were made made for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they look they look totally you know realistic. They look like little wave cutter subs and definitely not robots that should be on the surface of the water. You think I was joking? I was being serious. <laughs> like, oh, were you being serious? Yeah. It feels like they should be part of the map, oh. you know? Like. Well, they they are like they are like a similar color palette, I guess. Okay, Heidi, you should be in control of the boat that you and Ballad are on. And Angel, the boat that you and Friday are on should be under your control, as should your Vix oh, token. Yep. Boat. Yep, yep, yep. We just crashed both of the skis into it. There you go. <laughs> Done. Problem solved. <laughs> it's like, it takes minimum damage, and you folks are without <laughs> transportation. Crap. Friday, what did you get for your initiative? Friday rolled a whole one, so he got a seven. Ooh, a seven. Ooh. Ooh. What'd you get? I got a nine. You know, even though I have like plus five bonus initiative. <laughs> really great rolls so far. Ballad. Unbelievably, I think I'm going first with a 15. So far. Nice. <laughs> and Saren. Who knows? I might be ahead of you with uh, my natural one for a three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yikes. Okay, three. so... The dice are telling a story. Mm -hmm. It's a story I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) A story I wouldn't read. (laughs) We're just not meant to be underwater. We're spacers. Yeah. (laughs) A story I wouldn't pay for. Except we did, I guess. No. (laughs) We did pay for it. Okay. And then my little beastie. Let's see what they get. Ooh, 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 ooh. 17. Aw, boo. Boo. Just float about it, why don't you? (laughs) Uh, It will. It will float about it, Dustin. You'll rue the day. You'll rue it. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, what all four of you now see rising out of this little hole that it had made for itself in the seabed is a creature that looks a lot like a jellyfish. It's gnarly. It's got a a upper lattice that's just this brilliant orange um, hexagonal shape. Uh, and then underneath the hexagon are connected, flowing black tentacles interspersed with red lights. Now that you see it, uh, look like they might be for boring prey. Yeah. Do them. Makes sense. And the tentacles underneath are so thick that they actually look, they look like like luxurious locks of hair. They are thick and shiny and twisty all underneath this brilliant orange cap. It's actually quite lovely if you weren't so sure that it was fully intending on doing you harm. (laughs) You look pained. I'm scared. (laughs) That's smart. So, as it rises from the seabed and those tentacles begin twisting and it starts swimming towards you, you notice that this thing is optimized for the water and it's terrifyingly fast. It rises slowly, gracefully, and then makes a beeline for you and just is all of a sudden right in front of the leading wave cutter. Well, I'm guessing it's faster and than as it 20... Oh, sorry, go on, go on, go on, sorry. Oh, um, yeah, it's definitely faster than your... <laughs> it's much, much faster than your wave cutter. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> and as it swims towards you, it releases one final boom through the water. Oh, gosh. Woo! So Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah. Sonic Boom. But he yells out, looks like fish is on the menu, boys. There are no, no boys boy. here. <laughs> there are no boys You're here. You're the only boy here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a metaphorical <laughs> boy. It's not a, like... I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a 33 to hit, so that hits. <laughs> yep. Yeah, who is it? The the ship or the the Heidi? Technically, we're still on the ship. And kudos for not asking. Does a thirty three hit? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to and restrained myself, so you're welcome. Jesus, <laughs> it was a temptation. Yeah, I guess it, it's not an AOE. It is directional, so I do have to declare a target for it. Oh, wait. Ha! Never mind. It's got special rules. Oh, special rules. Uh, As a standard action, a giant jelly can form itself into a large concave disc and emit sudden violent vibrations as a ranged attack. Nope, it's still directional. Bummer. Uh, So, yeah, I guess I am attacking the wave runner. Alad and Saren are in. Cool. Cool indeed. Were you driving with with the hood up or were you or was it down? I was thinking it was don't. down, but I don't know. But what do you think? Ballad. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she probably wouldn't have had a, an opinion on it. Yeah, I have a I have a crystal that allows me to not need to breathe underwater, so Yeah, and I never need to breathe. If it was down, it can target one of it can target one of you yeah. individually and not the vehicle that you're riding in. Cool. Cool. Now it'll be a person who's in front. Because it's an animal. Yep. So here we go. 
for the listeners at home, Saren is the one who is in the front. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> All right, that is going to be seven points of sonic damage. I feel like Saren's crystals are just like jittering, like, you know, mm-hmm. like with harmonic resonance. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. It's like the sonic vibrations are just like trying to shake you apart. Yeah. Not going to scream, but like she probably does scream a little bit underwater. It's pretty scream worthy. Imagine it's pretty painful. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is going to do it for my beastie, which means ballad counterattack. Yeah, ballad is shooting straight out the out the shit. I may take an AOO for that. Not sure. Uh, I retracted my extendo arms because having that much of a penalty is a bummer. So I got to mm-hmm. get right up in its face. What kind of underwater gear is Ballad wearing, by the way? Just to kind of get a, a visual of what's happening. Like, are they in like a suit with flippers or do you have like those water jets? Yeah. Like jetpack. The only special thing they have is the hydro jets. They don't really need anything else. They don't breathe. They can see in the dark. Uh, so yeah, they have hydrojets. So That's when they true. move, it's it's basically just a straight shot past Saren towards the thing to try and get in the way. Oji doesn't get hit again. And they're going to attack me. Oh boy, I rolled a one. No. no. All right. You have that critical fail. Oh man. That's all right. We're going to turn this around. <laughs> so you want to roll me a percentile die? Yeah. Go ahead and roll it, Jess. 30. Yeah, do 30. <laughs> uh, failed Lumberjack, you strike your foot and deal half weapon damage to yourself. Sure. Dang. Oh, shit. <laughs> Darn my competence with the damage dealing. <laughs> uh, I'll get used to that water slippage. Yeah, I haven't been down in, in water training in a long time. It just doesn't move the same. Okay, I'm not fully attuned this time, though, so that's good. So I do a little bit of less damage. Okay, so eight. Eight damage to your foot? Ouch, yeah. Ooh. Ouchy. We need to all join a Blitzball team and learn (laughs) underwater combat. (laughs) Would have been the perfect training. All right, is that the end of your turn? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Vix. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, let's see. If Saren had the bubble down, they had their bubble down, we'd have ours. That way, when we were doing our synchronized maneuvers, otherwise, then the resistance would have thrown off our formation. <laughs> oh, duh. I'm driving a thing. Yeah. You're driving a whole thing. I was like, oh, I was like, it's going to take me forever to get there. Yeah. Do you need the specs for the wave cutter, actually? Uh, in a, yeah, I'll, I'll need them eventually. I'm not going to go too mm-hmm. far up. So I'm going to kind of sum up the port side around the uh, Saren Ballad, Ballad sub. Just so we're okay. right next to them. And I'm going to take a shot with my... I'm going to need you to make me a piloting check first. Oh, yeah. Piloting! That is a 29. All right, you do it. No problem. That's an automatic pass. Like, <laughs> yes! 
you're you're perfect. You didn't actually really need to practice with the wave cutter. You're just you just have a natural feel for vehicles of all kinds. <laughs> it's like, oh, those loop the loops you were doing earlier were more than sufficient training. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's all the practice they need is like, OK, I got it. I got it. Uh, all right. Time to see if this is going to hit. Uh, 13? No. Darn. That's not going to do it. Darn. Slippery little thing. And that's all I got as I'm just firing wildly into the air. (laughs) (laughs) Suppressing fire. I probably should have just done suppressing fire. Suppressing fire. Man, no good. (laughs) All right. Well, that's, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I just posted the stats for the vehicle in the chat. Only 7,000 credits, huh? (laughs) Only 7,000. Yeah, because we have that much. 7,000 credits? You can have one of your very own. (laughs) For the cost of a healing potion and not doing murder, you can have two. (laughs) (laughs) If you're scary enough. That's very true. (laughs) Hit that hard. Do whatever you want. It's Friday's turn. It is Friday's turn? It's Friday's turn. It is exciting. Friday revisits an old spot and how much he loved tapping into the molten pressures of the fiery plains. And he reaches in down below, pulls his hand up as a portal opens up below the beast and a fiery volcano erupts underneath it. I need to roll me a reflex save. Did that be freeze? Or is that just a super sarcastic stare? I'm back. I decided I didn't want to hear Dustin erupting lava onto my precious monster. And so I dipped out. Oh. (laughs) I need to roll a reflex save? Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right, little beastie. That's a nat one. Oh. Oh. That's a that's a critical fail on my reflex save. So 19 no. points of fiery flames erupt around this beast. Just covered in molten lava. Gross. Terrible. All right. Don't forget to do your math. Oh yeah, one quarter. Still, Spire attacks do one quarter damage. I'm a little salty about that because the idea... I'm not salty at any of us. I'm salty at the rule right now because lava erupts underwater all the time. And I'm pretty sure it does full damage. (laughs) I don't know. You want to test it out? (laughs) I do not want to test it out. Want us to send you down on a submarine? You can go down uh, to the Mariana Trench or whatever and pull a James Cameron. I think the problem is that it like it, it there's no distinction between lava damage and fire damage in yeah, Starfinder. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I understand the rules. It's just I'm a little salty about it. Like it's one of those rules is written things that's kind of dumb cuz it's like genuinely if lava went into the ocean, it doesn't immediately like cool it off or make it any like if you in the bottom of the ocean and you got hit with lava, you would die <laughs> instantly. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth spells and how they how they work underwater is up to GM discretion. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and let uh, Dustin have this one if there's no specific rule nice. about it. Just cause... Oh, galactic mistress. 
Lava's yes. really hot. Lava's <laughs> very hot. And it's not like... Lava is now its own element. Well, and it's not like it's like a fire spell where like Friday shot a fire missile at my beastie underwater and it would lose some of its heat as it went through the water. It's fucking lava that was summoned right on top of it. I'm I'm letting it go. Thank you, Magnemitous GM. Its skin doesn't like it can't react quite the same way it would if you'd if you'd hit something with something that hot on land, but like the skin kind of bubbles in a very mm-hmm. disturbing way as this lava hits it. The creature also does not possess vocal cords, but imagine that that's pretty painful. Its tentacles like seize and and sort of bunch up underneath it in a sort of protective gesture as you hit it with that lava. That was fun. Nasty. Did something real nasty. I hope you're satisfied. I hope you're happy with yourself. I'm very happy with myself. That's good. I'm glad. Thank you for rolling that one on that reflex save because I have a feeling this creature has a very high reflex save. You're welcome. (laughs) Saren, it is your turn. Uh, Saren is going to kick out of the wave crasher and swim around to the other side of the creature, just shunking your crystal lance and uh, attempting to stab underwater at the the creature. Creature. When did Fee join the party? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was on that podcast I listened to. <laughs> that is a six to hit. Ooh, no. That is a miss. Yeah. She. It's still writhing so erratically from being hit with the lava that where you thought you were stabbing, the creature's just no longer there anymore. It's just twisting around itself yeah. too much. So what you're saying is it's Friday's fault. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Friday is the one who was terrorizing this undersea being. It's time to fuck this fish up. <laughs> you want to fuck a fish? <laughs> Ew. Huh. Fuck it up. You want to fuck this fish? <laughs> well, maybe it's a marrow and maybe this thing is my <laughs> Okay, and let me just be that guy for a second that, you know, they're not even called jellyfish anymore. They're called jellies because they're not fish. Oh. oh. Jellies. Um, actually. <laughs> um, well, actually. Push me on a locker. <laughs> These jellyfish might have evolved from fish. We don't know. This is a whole different planet. It is just called a giant jelly, so I think that they are also not fish on this planet. Point for Jess. Let's fuck this jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. First, this jelly is going to do its level best to fuck you up first. So let's see. It's, It's the only thing that's able to hit so far. Uh, Ballad, defend thyself. I'll cast Magic Circle against Jelly. (laughs) 21 to hit. No. Ha ha. No hits for you. (laughs) And the armor's good stuff. Yeah. Wow, I'm really mad. (laughs) I'm having a struggle with a a lot of internal feelings about how mad I am right now. Oh, it's so difficult. (laughs) <laughs> that, that really filled me with rage and I'm having to settle down like 
wanted to hit you so bad. <laughs> I really did. I was excited. It's a cool attack, and I don't get to do it now because you're wearing such heavy armor, and that's upsetting to me. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I hit myself, so... Yeah, that's why it attacked you. It thought you were vulnerable. You seemed like prey. <laughs> well, you know, when you're in your blood, which is attracting, because that's what—that's the kind of thing that attracts animals. Blue blood. Your, your blue, blue blood. blood. Your blue motor blood. oil. Okay. Well, yeah, shit. That's that's kind of that's kind of the end of its turn. That's that's what it gets to do on this particular Ooh. round. So I guess that's it. I guess we're done. Go, go on, Ballad. Do what you do. Yeah, I guess you are done. And I guess that I get to attack now, and I'm going to use advantage with a hero point. Oh. I am. Ooh. And I guess that that'll be kind of fun for me. <laughs> do it. Brat. <laughs> Damn, I rolled like dookie. A four and a oh two. Oh my god, those are still high numbers. Holy crap. <laughs> those do both hit, though. Okay, so I hit. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it energy or it's energy, right? No. Or solar weapon kinetic. technically counts as a physical attack. Okay, well then the twenty hits, the eighteen does not. Okay, but it was that was the higher one anyway, and it was just it was advantage. I get it. And then I'll do my second attack. Oh, you know. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. That's my damage bonus. So. Just ignore all of those attacks they miss. <laughs> Both of those attacks miss. But at least they're not a natural one. Now let's see if roll 20 wants to be nice to me. Nope. Nope. I don't hit. <laughs> so there you go, Abby. Retribution. I do That's, not hit. <laughs> I feel better. I feel less mad. I feel less full of full of rage. If I don't hit, nobody hits. That's the new rule. <laughs> nobody hits. <laughs> you don't hit, and you don't hit. Nobody hits. Nobody hits. Even with advantage, I could not hit. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> advantage and flanking. <laughs> Dang, this thing's evasive as heck. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, it's real twisty. It's real twisty. I just rolled like absolute shit is, yep. is the real honest truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I rolled like absolute dog shit. Like maybe the pain in your foot is still so acute that it's just you cannot concentrate for dog shit. Like I think specifically what it is is when Ballad's wounds are getting healed up, she feels it. And yeah, she's used to it, but it's like a little bit tickly. And, and mm -hmm. you, you know, she, there's too many new things happening at once. Cause in her normal battle circumstance, she's so used to it. It's like, yeah, whatever. But when you're underwater, you have a little bit of pain. You have a little bit of the nanites, you know, scrabbling around and fixing you up, trying to hit something with a lot of pressure on your arm. It's just, it's mm -hmm. many things. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Vix, it is your okay. turn. Okay. Let's see here. Man. Vix is going to swim out of the little jet ski, which is what I'm calling them. Comes over and it's kind of probably like how Ballad is. How do you swing? How do you, how does Ballad swing their weapon? How does, how does like, what's your, your standard attack? It depends on land. They're very like, they're constantly moving. It's, it's like a very fluid thing. Like if you look up videos of someone using a chain whip, they're essentially constantly doing that moving oh, around. Okay. A lot of unnecessary kind of acrobatics, but it's, it's a distraction tactic almost. 
underwater, they're very much just doing brute force overhand swings, trying to the weapon to do the proper arc to get into something because, you know, a chain whip is not necessarily going to be the easiest thing to aim in this environment. (laughs) All right. Fix is going to take advantage of it's easier to touch now. So I'm picturing as it's kind of, you know, doing that slow, well, not slow-mo, but slower kind of uh, reel back he'll swim up and like get it between his hands and then just channel this energy that just goes straight into it you you feel it vibrate and uh, glow as I uh, supercharge it a bunch of bubbles coming out between their hands because now it's like underwater so it's like bubbly churny water alright Pellet the next one's going to kick this jelly's ass or whatever counts as its ass it's sphincter (laughs) it's waste disposal system (laughs) there you go (laughs) that'll that'll be their turn incredible Friday you got more lava not more lava but what happens is Friday, getting creative, puts his hands over his head and brings him down in a circle, and three portals open up around the fish. Inside is the machinery for a tuna cannery business. And they shoot out, try to grab chunks off of them to make their canned tuna. Okay. So I need to throw me a reflex save. Reflex save. Okay. You've just poisoned the populace of some unknown dimension by putting weird <laughs> jelly crap in their tuna. I should have I'm made sure it a peanut edible. butter jelly factory. For, the, yep, for crustables. Been, for crustables. It's so it that's so funny because this section of the this section of the book is PCs and jelly, is what it's called. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> I think that is cute too. I think it's adorable. Okay. 26 reflex. Okay, so it's only going to take half damage, which is six points of damage from my junk shard spell. Probably because it's not a fish. And so, you know, fish canning doesn't quite gel. Doesn't quite quite gel. It's canned jelly. There is canned jelly, but it's not canned fish. I think I'm changing my junk shard spell to just, uh, like, Fun things I can pull in from other universes to attack things. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. Does, does the yeah. same mechanics. It's just it's more fitting. Friday is doing some serious damage to this thing. Oh, yeah. Like he's the only one that's done any damage to it so far. I think it's just like the skin of its top lattice is bubbled. Its tentacles are now like a little shredded, got some lacerations from the equipment that was scraping on it, on its head. (laughs) Doing, doing work, doing work, but it is still, you know, writhing and whipping through the sea with incredible speed. And we move on to Saren. Uh, Saren is going to just do your best to attack, uh, attacking twice, Figure two dice rolls. That's like twice the luck, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, double it up. 
Okay. <laughs> that hey, is a, that is, that is a, uh, technically, uh, yeah, that's a three and a 10. <laughs> so. And y'all, Heidi rolled minimum damage for both of these attacks, even if they did hit. Yep. Roll 20 it, hates us. Except dang. <laughs> well, that's because yep. Dustin is doing things that don't True. require rolls. <laughs> True. Yeah, I guess Dustin's making me roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Those uh, that will not do it, you, uh, Saren jabs down with your crystal lance uh, a couple times and it just twists out of the way. Yep. Once again. No such luck. No such luck. Um, it is getting annoyed with you, though. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> as, you, as you keep trying to poke it. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna attack you. Oh no! It's gonna do a little tacky tack. It's, it's gonna it's gonna whip around and uh, wave know. its tentacles back and forth. Wave its tentacles at you. Whipper will. That's it. That's why are all my attacks garbage? It doesn't matter if it's roll twenty or physical dice or these little like <laughs> dice rolling vials that Kelsey bought for me. <laughs> if I'm trying to attack somebody, I'm not gonna roll very high. Oh, I'm sorry, Heidi, <laughs> I'm just going to ask. I don't believe that this is going to be a very effective attack, but by any chance, does a 15 hit? Abby, meets it beats, my friend. <gasps> oh, <gasps> yes! <laughs> oh, my goodness, the excitement. The right oh, yeah, baby! I'm so excited because I wanted to do this at least once before you kill my beastie. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, does it have a does it have a uh, consume option? No. It's not that cool. <laughs> it's not that cool. Oh god damn it. There's also something that I've been forgetting to factor in uh with regards to y'all hitting me. Not that it's mattered yet, but anyway, I'll remember next time. It's it's just it's just I really I was really excited about the flavor of this one. So Saren. Oh no. You've been jabbing at this thing. Yep. Um and it's 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 just an animal. It's not especially rational. It just knows that it's you're in its territory, it's in pain, and it's just going to attack the last thing that attacked it. Fair. And so it swirls in it's a swirl of tentacles as the head swims up above you just a little bit and then slams down towards you. You just see this wall of orange coming straight for you. Ah. And you are going to take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, gee. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. As it just crashes into you. Cracking that rock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Saren. Saren. <laughs> and that's going to do it for the Jelly's turn. FYI, gang. The, the thing that I have been forgetting to mention <laughs> on previous rounds is that there is just enough light underneath the water in this part of the ocean for you still be able to see a little bit, albeit, albeit dimly. And there's just enough light 
that as this jellyfish like kind of turns and rotates and writhes, its lattice on the top of its head is able to sort of reflect light back into your eyes. It's, oh. it's able to twist and manipulate the light that is coming through the water around. So it does have concealment against attacks originating within 30 feet of itself. Okay. Well, Ballad is going to attack again. I gave myself advantage again, which turned out to be the right choice. Because one of those rolls was a 15 and one was a 21. Wee! Wee! It's a good thing you did that. So yeah. I eat, <laughs> unless um, concealment. Concealment gives the target of a successful attack a chance that the attacker actually missed. So this just means that I, I get a 20% miss chance. Okay, I rolled above it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Barely. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So you hit. All right. And thank you for the, I, I'm glad I freaking actually made use of your overcharge. Um, uh, Rolora. <laughs> Supercharge. I oh, mean. good. Sweet. Thank God. 34 piercing damage. Holy yeah, supercharge, dude! <laughs> wow! Uh, Woo! Don't it feel good to be a Solarian? That's illegal. <laughs> yep. I I call I call shenanigans. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> uh, Angel, you're not allowed to use that ability again. I've decided. I've only got one more casting of it anyway, though. <laughs> I forgot, I've been using a lot of more spells. Usually I have a good store of spells, e- either each episode or within each kind of like combat day. Um, yeah, I'm down to one of my second level and really one of my uh, first level. So that's that doesn't happen too often. All right. Um, Bala, describe this insane attack to me. It's, it's, it's again, it's sort of like with the show pod earlier. It's... The, the 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 jelly is not down, but it looks ragged. What did you do to it? I think she felt like she was still swinging wrong at the beginning of the attack. And so sort of mid-attack, as her arm is going down, she she's really frustrated because she wants to make sure Relora's spell goes off. And so she like hits her own arm hard enough to sort of engage like semi-engage the extenders my god and that pushes it just enough in the right direction like her arm sort of cracking and going fucked up damn um that it ends up piercing straight into the orange hexagonal part (laughs) and and supercharging straight through it it goes all the way through and then rips back out so there's just a (laughs) bunch of floating jelly that's rough that's so rough. Um, this thing is hurt. Uh, <laughs> and it is lashing out with increased like fer- fervor, writhing, twisting. Um, yeah, dang. Well, that's going to do it for Ballad, I hope. And uh, we're going to move on to Vix. Ooh, let's see. You know what? Since that's been so effective, I'm going to do the very last casting. So Vix already feels it. Um, you know, as a technomancer, they kind of blend in that kind of science. It, it's almost like the techno babble of, you know, space television shows where it's like 
what everything's quantum. Oh, that's a quantum crystal. That's a time crystal. It's like what the what what? Why don't you just put quantum in front of everything? Um, so they're reaching out to these forces. You know, it's, it's very different from Friday's magic that just kind of permeates like different dimensions. Um, but they're feeling themselves like they're they're at their limit. It takes focus, and they just dig deep, and they know they have a little bit more left in the tank. So again, they just touch as the the weapon again swings around after this brutal hit little chunks of jelly on it and just again channels that kind of quantum time energy uh technomantic energy into the weapon again just um imbuing it with as much of the energy as they can it just focuses it and they tap out of their first level spells no more but uh more supercharge coming your way now a necro weapon. Ooh. Much appreciated. Necro weapon. I literally <laughs> just told you you're not allowed to use it it's anymore. The last one. And you ignored me. That was the last one. <laughs> no more. Rude. That's, you know, like a parent's like, I'm gonna count to ten. It's like, oh, I did a three count. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, last one. No more. <laughs> okay. No more. Still, that's cool. I like I liked your description for that. That was fun. Friday, um, you just watched yeah, uh, one of your compatriots just absolutely rip a huge chunk in the glowing orange lattice at the top of this creature. What would you like to do? It's little bits of it are floating away. Friday remembers one of the books that his mother read. and in the background you hear I'm going to get my white whale and a hook just shoots out from another universe towards the fish fish. roll me a reflex save um actually it's not a fish (laughs) 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 it's all I got right now um it's not a fish. <laughs> it, it's not a fish is another good episode title. Nine, uh, 29. Okay. So you take nine points of damage. Just a little tickle. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little tickle. Just a little tickle. Yeah, I mean, your hook sinks oh, in yeah. there and rips out and rips out another chunk for sure. Thing's still alive? It's, uh, it's still It's still alive. Yeah. It, it wouldn't last long. Like, if for whatever reason... If for whatever reason y'all decided to disengage and, like, leave it alone, um, if it would let you, because it's a super aggressive thingy, and for whatever reason it was left alone, it wouldn't last long. It, it's, it's, it's for sure, like, dying, but it is not dead. What a shame. It looks like Ahab didn't get his whale. Oh. It's not a whale! It's not a whale! <laughs> <laughs> Whales aren't fish either. In the Bible, they're fish because they call them fish. <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> well, we got to do what the Bible says. 
We're a Christian evangelical podcast for all of you. Oh God, do you think there's people that are like, we're entering our Christian era? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, do you think there's like people out there that are like insist whales are fish because it's in the Bible that they're fish? And that's oh, I'm sure. Oh God, it's, I'm sure it's, it's just depressed myself. I'm sure it's the same people that said that the Earth is only 7,500 years old. Oh boy. Yikes. I think we're all recovering from our Christian era, and we should oh. just. <laughs> we're all still salty <laughs> from our Christian era. Me. We're all still very recovery in recovery from our Christian mm-hmm. era. I'm blessed. I don't know about um, you sinners, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Says the Jew. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! We totally went in a, a uh, weird direction. God's chosen people. So <laughs> yeah, I'm chosen. <laughs> chosen. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag chosen. Okay, <laughs> we're we're moving on from this joke. <laughs> we're going to Saren's turn. Na na na. You gonna keep trying to stab it with your little crystal hands? <laughs> from the depths of hell, I stab at thee. Saren just screams in pain and in a way that I kind of feel like, you know, like as much as the thing caused sort of that sonic damage earlier with like the resonance, I feel like she is in your own wake causing some sort of like resonance in the water as like the sound just carries out. Um, and she, she just attacks twice again. Oh, Wow. Minzies. Uh very consistent rolls. That's a sixteen and a sixteen. Very consistent. Don't forget it's not quite there. Oh, don't forget, are you counting your uh whatchamacallit when you're flanking bonus? Flank. Flanking bonus. Yeah, so the flanking bonus gets cancelled out by the underwater negatives. Ooh. So those are, neither of those are hits, unfortunately. They're very, very close, yep. but like like your like the your lances are are just shy of where they need to be, but still not, still not quite there. Sorry, Saren. Do you want some of my inspiration? Uh, I've got two. Okay. No, I mean, Saren's freaking out. Saren's like, I did not want to be back here ever again. Oh God, this thing is thing thing from the stories that people said. You know, we're not doing this. That's we're not having fair. a good time. All right. Wow. Yeah, this thing doesn't look good it is breaking apart i've got a funny feeling it's gonna be this uh this little guy's last round hoping i can make it a good one by attacking the person that did the most devastating amount of damage which would be ballad unfortunately because ballad's the hardest to hit (laughs) that's too fucking bad for me but here we go this is how it feels whenever I attack a Braxis in Come on. winter. Yeah, this is when she gets a natural oh, 20. You hit all the time. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dustin, I'm gonna have to roll oh. for the crit fail. <gasps> oh my Sorry, gosh. I jinxed it. Yikes. That was a nat one. <laughs> mm. That was a nat one. <laughs> Again. D100. I did. It's I rolled a 39. What happens to my monster? <laughs> I'm too old for this. It piddles itself. <laughs> oh, oh no. You and your target both strain your you and your target? Wow. 
Hmm. That's effed yeah, up. You and your target one. both strain your back. <laughs> Uh, you both must make a fortitude save DC 10 plus the character level or be staggered for one round. What the fuck? Well, Ballad is That's old. so I funny. Ballad really <laughs> okay. is old. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny because like this thing, if you, it, it also, the whole reason it's hanging out on the bottom of the seafloor is because it's in the last <laughs> stage of its life. And it's like, <gasps> oh, we're so it is old. old. Me and this old thing. <laughs> Two old asses dying. <laughs> I threw my back out. Two I'm old assholes up going elderly? at it. Yeah, I don't feel yeah, good. You're beating up at it's elderly, elderly on elderly violence. violence. <laughs> Another title for this episode, Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> old people fight. <laughs> I like elder on elder violence. It's funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, that's going to be a 12 on this old man's reflex save. <laughs> it's a fortitude, actually, not reflex. Oh, I'm sure it is. Oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, fortitude. They, I got 22, so I'm fine. <laughs> I'm only technically old. I think that's a fail, I believe. So, Mr. Fish is staggered. Old spirit, not Mr. Notfish is staggered. It's not a fish. <laughs> Mr. Notfish. That's what I said, Mr. Notfish. <laughs> Well, now we know it's more than a demonstrating two creature. <laughs> I'm having a real angel type of day, so I'm going to give myself advantage again. Just burn those babies. Yeah. Burn them. <laughs> burn them. Burn them. And, okay, 22. So that one I know hits. Yep, that one definitely hits. Burn those hero points. <laughs> Let's see what kind of crazy damage I do this time. We need to change that into an MP3 for the soundboard. Yeah. 37. Holy shit. Holy Toledo. That is a supercharged weapon. Now we know why they call that spell supercharged weapon. Roll me a D100. Oh, right. Concealment. So, yeah. Moment of truth. (laughs) Okay, let's do... Let's go burn some inspiration points if you have to. Oh, oh shit. Doesn't get there. Oh, no. Sorry, I wasted your spell. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boo, water combat's the worst. <laughs> it's it's the creature the- ability. It's not even water combat that got me. It's about to die, which is the best part. <laughs> it was going to do... Oh, yeah, I was going to say that was massive overkill regardless. Like, I'm sure my normal hit will kill I mean, it. Yes, that, it would have, that would have been... You would have pulverized it. Like <laughs> You would have sliced it in half. <laughs> anyway, it's Fix's turn in any case. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'll do my best to take a shot at it. Here we go. Come on. Suppressing yeah, fire. Take <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> this poor disintegrating jelly. That's 23. a good shot. That'll, that'll hit, babe. <gasps> That's 11 piercing? Oh, yeah. It's, it's what about dead. the mischance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roll me. Roll Sorry, me I shouldn't have said anything. So Why are you helping her, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my nerd shit today, you know? <laughs> She's good. Because I need help. 37? It oh. hits. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. How does it uh, describe to me what it looks like when you kill this poor, innocent, old jelly? Okay. Uh, you know, Relora has zero experience with water combat, water forms. They probably need to do a lot of research on Kalos, and maybe that's what's going to do it. But, you know, they're... They have their gills. They have their fins. But again, they haven't had them for that long. And usually when they're very comfortable in somebody else's shoes, it's because they've worn them for a while. So they've been missing. They're firing. It's going all over the place. It's probably going between the little jelly fronds or whatever they're called. And finally, um, this like, no, I'm tired of this shit. And it aims directly at something that's more solid. So they're probably been... Again, shooting at the little tentacle things, but now is aiming directly at the glowy thing that's reflecting back and forgets that's like, oh, I could do things with my body. So they have an extra layer over their eyes that they bring over um, to help cut with a glare and just (laughs) dead center uh, of the hexagon using it as a bullseye. So just going straight center, using its own coloration and shape against it and just <laughs> tearing it up just with... <sighs> oh, oh, I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> super excited. That's like... <gasps> that was <laughs> sick. Give me a slow motion underwater high five. <laughs> Violet's slowly raising her hand. Uh, <laughs> for Laura, did you bring the peanut butter? <laughs> oh, no, I, Captain, those uh, junk shards are cool as shit. It. Thank you. I was having fun. How about you? The work team. So much lava. Uh, Heidi, how is Saren feeling kind of watching your teammates uh, celebrate like just absolutely flattening Sorry, this thing. Actually, I was gonna say, Friday looks over and go, how you doing, Saren? Can we go? I want to get out of here as soon as possible, please. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I second that. Yeah, we need to patch you up, too. Uh, it's fine. Uh, nothing that ten minutes won't shake off, but... Uh, yeah, we need to get someplace. I'm, I I have to say, I'm, uh, I've been having fun, but I'm starting to feel a little... Worn down. A little, little drained. <laughs> a little drained. Same. So if you take the time to search through the jelly's remains, just real quick, uh, the remains that have settled along uh, the seabed floor, you do find tangled up in part of its lattice, its remaining lattice anyway, Ooh. are precious minerals that are worth uh, a total of 10,000 credits. Holy we shit. What? Holy Toledo. So I highly recommend taking the 10... It'll take 10 minutes to extract all of the minerals that are caught up in its lattice. Yeah, I can do that while Saren recovers. I think we could be okay with that. Saren, I know (laughs) these look tasty, but don't go go snacking. She's joking, but... (laughs) Saren is just like... "Mm -hmm." Can't be... <laughs> Sarah is totally bare knuckling into this entire adventure. <laughs> yep, just deep, deep underwater breaths. I just want to go. Like, just... <laughs> okay, so tang- tangential. Um, I've only been to Disney one time in my life. 
That was last summer. For my time there, I went on the Finding Nemo ride, which is a pretty basic banal ride in like a submarine. Like you get in a, and you you don't go anywhere underwater. Like you don't go any deeper, but it does make you feel like you're descending deep underwater uh-huh. um, in the way that Disney magic tends to. I did not have a panic attack, but I my anxiety was off the charts because I my brain was like I am going to drown if the like I know that we are just right at the surface of the water. I recognize that we have not gone anywhere aside from around in a circle, but I was like I am having trouble breathing. I feel like I am going to die. We are literally seconds away from one of these glass windows shattering and water flooding this place, and we are all drowning. Right, and so I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, that's what Saren's feeling right now is very much the pressure plus like the trauma and, and all of that. And it's like, yeah, this is, yeah. My older sister can't do that ride either. My also there, I know lots of people who are like, I can't do that ride. It just makes me feel all kinds of fucked up. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. People who are claustrophobic and people who don't like going underwater. I'm claustrophobic. (laughs) So I can't even, you you can't ask me to get inside of an enclosed space that small. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not claustrophobic. I didn't think I would have any issues with it. Boy, yeah. howdy, was I, I wrong. Of, yeah. yeah, I saw it and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, little Nemo ride. I'm like, no, oh, it's bad. Nope, nope. It's a bad time. Yeah, because right, it's right by one of the yeah. monorail ones because we were using it to get back to the hotel. And it's like, oh, cool. No. I'm like, nope. I don't even want to attempt to get anywhere near it. I was already having the sweats just thinking about it. I was, when I was a kid, I was probably like eight years old when I went to Disneyland and my parents didn't want to go on it because for those same reasons. And then uh, when I went in high school for band, it was broken down and I was so disappointed because I always, because that was before it was the finding, it was just the submarine Mm -hmm. ride. But anyway. Yeah, they were fixing it. Back then they were uh, changing it into the, its new form. I think it was the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Angel, biological samples for the the Eoxian doctor? Which Eoxian doctor? Right, the doctor? one that I got my adrenal glands from, my undead adrenal glands. Weirdo. He was one of the people he, we didn't one rescue. Of the people. Yep. What? We didn't rescue them? No. <gasps> no, from the, the resort? Yep. Oh, how sad. I don't have very many yeah. bonfire friends the same way as Saren <laughs> does. Yeah. Oh, that makes me uh, sad. Is uh, living a totally different life. <laughs> That's uh, right. Okay. Oh, I forgot all about that. Oh, it's depressing. Oh, that stupid thing that Abby made us go through, where we had to choose our friends. That was such a bad. I mean, good, but like so bad. Like story arc. Oh my gosh, that place was full on creepy. That was probably like the most like effed up uh, encounter in the game Easy. so far, in my yes. opinion. I agree. Easy. Yeah, yep. and, and probably a lot of APs. Period. Actually, yes. uh, a lot of games. That was one of the most fucked up. Having to choose our friends, MPT. That's like if if Jess told us that all the people we collected for the circus that we would have to choose some of them. Like and or and some would die. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Victor Volcano. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Duh. Oh my, Victor Volcano is coming with us immediately. You know, yeah. I w- I'm not not to spoil anything, but you know, you won't have to do that in EC. 
<laughs> other <laughs> fucked up stuff will have you will have other fucked up choices someday in the far future but <laughs> i mean that's i love a fucked up choice uh but i like being the one issuing the fucked up choice and not having to make the fucked up choice <laughs> anywho so you take the 10 minutes you gather up all of these precious minerals you can still take biological samples if you want them relora for your own personal study i might as well take them I'll take them. These things aren't observed very often. Nope. Saren lived here for years and had only ever sort of vaguely heard of these. So uh, you pile back in your wave cutters. And you get back on course toward Terra 5. Friday's communications tablet does ping after uh, about like 45 minutes or so. Uh, it's a message from Avarin that uh, your cargo has been cleared. And you're encouraged to leave Entha within the hour. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, mm. no reply is expected. It's just kind of like a, okay, you're clear. Get lost. Ballad sends back one of her emojis that says, no, underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we're still getting pictures developed from all this great tourism. <laughs> it's going to take a while for the film. The quantum film needs to be developed. No, the necrofilm, <laughs> Angel. The necrofilm. <laughs> necrofilm. Oh, the necrofilm needs to be developed to truly capture the majesty uh, and beauty of this place. <laughs> For plot reasons, <sighs> do you literally send these messages back? Or no, is this just no, no, no. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That's also some smart asses. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I just I wanted I to be what sure. What we should do is get in contact with Calamity <laughs> and uh, tell them kind of to, if necessary, maybe move themselves. Actually, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, uh, I was going to yeah. have Calamity do that. Uh, uh, I, but at the last possible minute, we could we shouldn't have to like comply like right away. It takes a while to you know gather and go off planet. Maybe we'll wait till like the third notice. You know, it's like paying bills <laughs> back when well back when we're all starving, starving college had to be paid that way. <laughs> we'll wait for the third notice, or um, maybe even you know have them fly the ship over to right above where Terra Five is. And and sort that's of wait, what I was gonna, wait above the surface. That's for what us. I was going to ask Calamity to do, uh, but only I, I figured I was going to Calamity. Uh, if you see people starting to approach the ship, use that as a sign to to take off. Uh, and if that's the case, come meet us at above Terra Five. Yeah, Roger that, Captain. Um, if they want us to be taken off, they have not released my docking clamps yet. If that ah. is so. Uh, oh, perfect! We have time. I will. Right. I will let you know um, once the hour is up if those have been released or not. Why don't you send out a message as uh, pilot requesting to be released from the docking clamps? Oh, Captain! I I suggest we wait the hour. If they're giving us that time, and maybe we let's could have Goog or someone time. do it instead. You know, that's fine. We'll see. We'll um, see. Play by ear. I was I was saying that I sent the release because usually that stuff takes time. And that might take up the hour. Oh, I'm I'm confident that the minute the hour is up, they'll let us know. Um, used to dealing with corp. people like this. Mm. 
they'll they'll let you know. I'm sure the minute the timer goes off, we'll we'll get a ping. Vic sets the timer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just prove the point. Well, you get the point. We got contingencies. I do. I'll uh, I'll keep y'all posted. Tight. Let's go, y'all. So you continue along. And as you follow the seabed floor, it just starts sloping downward, farther and farther down, and you kind of keep pace with it. And the water around you becomes darker and darker and darker until the only thing that is illuminating the water around you are the spotlights on the crafts themselves. And in the distance, the first thing you see about Terra 5 are lights in the distance but very 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 dim at first just because the water is so dark and so dense and as you get closer you see that uh, those lights are lighting up a large brightly colored coral reef and next to the coral reef is a well-lit underwater structure of steel and transparent aluminum perches on large articulated legs that Saren knows uh, allow it to crawl slowly along the ocean floor. This is hideously familiar to you, this site. The structure is listing toward a deep trench at the moment. So, you know, what the lights can actually penetrate you can see that the structure is sort of tilted on the edge of a pre- of a precipice. Ooh. Flurries of white and green foaming bubbles are streaming from various ruptures in Terra 5's surface, and red emergency lights pulse intermittently along its perimeter as a water-dampened alarm faintly sounds through the water. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic <sighs> world's production. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this spooky underwater show. Uh, If you just can't wait and you can't get enough of us and you must have more of us right now, I've got great news. We have a whole other podcast with episodes in the triple digits. And you can head over to Fantastic Worlds Podcast right now and listen to that. It's uh, based on the Pathfinder 1E Adventure Path, Reign of Winter. And uh, it's really fantastic. We're uh, we're all on it. I think you'll you'll like it a, a whole bunch. And there's a Logan. There's a Logan. Yeah. And there's a Logan there. Oh, that's you right. You may not know the Logan, but the Logan rocks. <laughs> like the Logan seriously rules. I, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. We also recommend connecting to our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit, uh, or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we're, we're pretty fun people. So you can chit chat with us over there as well. You can find links to access all of our various social medias at fantasticworldspod.com. And if you'd like to support us, which we'd be super grateful for, you can join our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. We put out some behind the scenes content over there. Uh, and you'll also have our undying gratitude for supporting our queer actual play podcasts. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, your uh, Saren the swimmer. Uh, <laughs> you, I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Vamahillion. This is Angel, also known as. 
The Jelly Slayer. I can be reached at Espinosa916. Heck yeah. <laughs> that was such a hard fight for them. I can't even I can't even brag about that. that was hey, so hard 46 of that damage that I did was entirely you. So <laughs> oh. yeah, holy so, shit. For Angel. real. On the real. <laughs> um, and this is Jess, user of Hero Points. You can find me at Hank the Clank. This is Dustin, your white whale to your the white whale to your Ahab. <laughs> you can find me at Dustin Alexander. You encouraging people to hunt you? <laughs> he, he said, "Come try it. <laughs> come, at, come at me, bro." Uh, if you if you need something to hunt, most dangerous game style, I guess. Justin Specifically just for love, so. not for like murder. <laughs> Dustin wants ladies with dangerous now, there's obsessions. there's a headcanon about that book <laughs> that I've find never him. heard before. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to fuck that way. <laughs> so bad. He was horned up about that whale. <laughs> he fucked that old whale. Anyway. <laughs> Just right in the blowhole. <laughs> Oh jeez! If you enjoyed this kind of thing, uh, do us use a of favor that blowhole. and help spread. <laughs> make good use of that blowhole attached to your face, <laughs> and help spread the word to friends and family who also you think might enjoy this kind of thing. And you uh, will have again our undying gratitude. And we'll see you next time, far beyond the stars. This kind of thing being whale fucking. (laughs) Being whale fucking, yeah. I was trying to be subtle and classy. No, we don't do that here. We don't do that here. We're only crass and awful. We beat you over the head with it. Much like that whale getting his blowhole. Much like that whale. Oh my goodness. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Quick sidebar, another thing I fucking hate about summer is there are bugs everywhere and I don't understand how they get into my house and there are like two that are just sort of like circling my microphone at the moment. And so that's why I keep doing this. Oh, no. (laughs) How did you get up here? So what you're saying, it could be the monitor robot. (laughs) (laughs) Abby, explicitly no. No. Angel, but there's a chance. No, I know. I know. (laughs) So you're saying saying that it's Tarika's evil twin. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> You've been watching too many telenovelas, <laughs> sir. <laughs> You're having a probably a much better time than you were in that tour bus. Than you were on that tour butt. Wow. <laughs> the tour butt. Tour butt. Tour butt. <laughs> tour butt. I'm out. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Later. <laughs>